It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Iron Bowl week. We'll talk about this Saturday's game in Jordan-Hare Stadium. And also, what's up with Auburn's roster? Is it fixable? And how did it get to this point? All that and more on today's Locked on Auburn. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm. And I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining us as he does every Tuesday for a Charlie Tuesday, Charlie 5, Auburn message board legend. How are you, my friend? Pretty good. Got bad news. We just lost again right before we got on the air. We lost again. What do you mean? Auburn team football we lost again right before we got on the air. Three oh, in a row. Now it's four. Got got it. We just can't quit losing. We just can't quit can't losing quit. no matter can't, what we do. Can't stop the bleeding. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How why are we at this point, Charlie Five? I mean, it's just it seems like it's just gotten exponentially worse over the last three weeks where it's just like crappy roster has been absolutely exposed. Um and obviously those injuries definitely definitely don't help with anything with Bo being out and Anders and Owen and, and Kobe, but it's uh not a great spot to be in right now. No, no. I, you look at the last three games, um, Texas A&M, you just got absolutely outmanned uh, completely um, from top to bottom, uh, almost every position across the board. Mississippi State, you come out super hot, and then Bo breaks his ankle on a drive where he moved the ball down the field, um, right. made two big third down throws uh, on that drive, breaks his ankle, and he's hobbling the whole rest of the game. Defense has their, you know, whatever, and we couldn't we couldn't score at all to, you know, continue the, continue the points and, you know, possibly pull that game out. And then we have a, a, a vast array of people in key positions out that, you know, from the kicker, to the to the starting quarterback, to the your your emerging wide receiver, a uh, couple of interior offensive linemen. Um, it just seems like it's been sort of a recipe for disaster ever since the A and M game. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say we're getting worse. It just seems like that we're sort of we sort of plateaued. And when you when you miss a few positions here or there, it can lead to to bad things. And that's that's kind of what we're seeing right now. Right. So you and I were talking before we clicked record. How quick can Brian Harson fix this roster? I I don't know. I really don't know. Um, it's tough and it's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, I, I I can't believe I watched that game and felt like South Carolina's receivers were just head and shoulders more athletic than than what we put on the field. And I and I love our guys, um, but they just. They they are what they are at this point. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like the the comment made about their two plays in the second half that they ran, like we just ran two plays. Well, I mean, they acted like that was a huge accomplishment. They didn't really do a whole lot in the second half. I mean, they scored one touchdown. Uh, they only had 300 yards total of offense. So it's not like they did a whole lot. But even with those two plays, they were able to extend drives. Mm-hmm. Um, they were able to seal our edge, seal our edge really easily. Um, Several times the running backs just bounced it, you know, 
fairly easy. So we're even, we're even, you know, weak uh, at times on the defensive line, um, just top to bottom. We just, we're just not there yet. And then couple it with some, you know, questionable coaching decisions, maybe trying to do too much at times uh, than just doing what, uh, maybe what you do best. Um, it just, it's just not a good deal. And I don't know that there's enough guys in the portal uh, that could come in next year and make a huge, huge difference. So we feel like there's enough guys in the portal that's going to be, okay, this can, this can bring us immediate impact. Right. Okay. No, I, that's what I'm saying. I, oh, don't, you, you I don't, don't. You don't think there is. Okay. I don't think, I don't think, I think you, that's your only option. I just don't know that those guys are going to be there that's going to be able to right. um, make a substantial difference moving forward. Or if they sense. are there, are they going to choose Auburn? I, I think that's right. another question. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Are they going to go Bingo. to a contender? So, um, and also something else to kind of keep you know, all the new people coming in and the folks coming back. On at least one side of the ball, I'd be shocked if both coordinators were still there. I would be shocked if both Mike Bobo and Derek Mason were the coordinators for Auburn next year. I, I just feel like Harson has to change somewhere. And so they may good. not. I may be wrong. But I, I, I would be shocked if both of them were still there. I'd also be shocked if both of them were gone. I feel like he'll keep one and get rid of another one. But um, that side which of the ball one, is... Which one would you... Which one do you... What, what do you think is the bigger problem? And why? Wow. Uh, I would say the offense is the bigger problem. Okay. And you think that's solely off of offensive coordinator? What, what's, what's the issue there? I don't know. That's a great question. I, I think in regards to the issues with the offense season long, I think we all can kind of point at what the issues were this past weekend. But you don't fire somebody for one game, even though sometimes we may want to do that. So as far as long-term issues... I think Bo got better. I think the receivers eventually got better. But I still don't okay. think you consistently called plays to the strength of the offense. And I think the strength of the offense is the three running backs that they have. I don't think he did a whole lot of creative things as far as getting into their hands. Um, so I would go more of the play-calling route than the, than the scheme route. Because I think, even on Saturday, I think the game plan is fine. Because I think you see it in the script early in the game where it's like, okay, they can kind of put their heads together and create a script and create a game plan. I just think the flow of the game gets away from Bobo at times. So I would say that that's the issue. It's, I mean, it's. I think if you just look at it from production standpoint, I think you're right. I think you could definitely make that argument. Um, but at the same point, let's just really talk about, not from an emotional this game aspect. Let's just really talk about it. Um, for up until up until the A and M game, I feel like we saw a steady progression with the the offense developed. Uh, not only uh, from receivers, uh, the 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 multiplicity that we could have, the, mm -hmm. the different weapons that we were developing, tight end, um, the way we were getting the ball to Shivers, the way sure. we were using. I mean, I felt like we were we had a lot of momentum going. Okay, up yeah. until. The A and M game, and like I said, A and M were just outmanned. I feel like we're just hundred percent outmanned. And then you come into Mississippi State, you come out firing, and Bo breaks his ankle. I mean, it just that just that is not a that is not something that can be overlooked. You scored four straight touchdowns mm -hmm. in the Mississippi State game. You come out, and I think it's either your first or your second drive. Bo's taking you down the field, and he breaks his ankle. And then it's after that, 
you're you're in a bind. You're in a bind. Um, and then you, you you so you lose that game. You you come into Mississippi. You come into South Carolina. But you're still you asking. To, but from a play calling standpoint, you're still calling plays for Bo to move around in the pocket with a broken ankle. Like, why are you doing that? Well, I mean, at that point, I mean, did they, they, they know it was that bad? I mean, do you know it was He's that bad? He's limping around. Know? I mean, I don't think any of us expected it to be broken, the fact that he was able to run on it. But clearly, the dude's hobbling all over the field. We all saw that. I just don't think he could have thrown Pierce. I mean, I just don't, I think it affected. He went 12. He was like almost flawless on the first drive, uh, first half, and then he was 11 or 12 of 22 in the second half. Yeah, well, he I did mean, four drives, but and like one of the four and we drives, run scored. the ball. We could not run the ball though. Right, like there was no there was no option. Like we couldn't run the ball. They couldn't get a push at, at all. And that go that speaks to it's like when I go back to talking about the roster. Um, there's always it seems like there's always one thing that we just can't do mm-hmm. in a game. Like it's, it's like there's one thing we just we're just like a couple of players away. Uh, every every single game, and and you can't just to me. There's just not a whole lot of magical schemes that you can do to scheme around that until it's you finally just get exposed. Um, South Carolina, um, you know, I I do kind of you know stepping back. I wish Tank could have got more touches. I wish he'd have been in on the fourth and one. I wish he'd have been in on the last drive. But at the same time, I just don't. I don't know that these guys are just complete dummies you know i don't know i, I you know the fourth and one we were, we were talking about it before we got on um that wasn't a play they just drew up on the sideline like that was a that was a situation that that was a mismatch or whatever a formation that they felt like when they got in that situation well, on the field they had a chance to make a big play and it just didn't work and that's why work. that's why i say like, i think when they craft a game plan i'm okay with the ideas that they bring into the game but the, I think the play calling gets away from them because the whole seven and a half yards, if they run it 10 more times, is he still going to average seven and a half yards every time he touches it? Probably not. Probably not. But you still got to ride it out. And I understand you want to tank. And, you know, but at some point you got to win the football game. And on the other side of it is Hunter had four carries and like that, yeah. that needs to go up. I mean, when you're talking about having a, I think Coach Pink with On3 did a good job in his write-up. I mean, kind of exercising the fact of like, okay, you know, with your backup quarterback and your receivers that have been inconsistent and your best one all seasons out, like give more touches to Jarquez. And they they didn't do it. And so that's why I'm like, I, I think the aspect of play calling and just natural flow of the game is the actual issue here. I, and and there may be there may be a good there's probably a good argument for that and I'm not saying that that's not the case I'm not saying that's not the case but at the same point in time I don't feel like I, I, if if you have if you're where you need to be roster wise um, you're not you don't really have the, the ability to overthink it you just it just kind of happens the way it happens mm-hmm. um, and it just I don't know I I, I don't I, I've liked the style of offense we run i like the the um the the dynamics of it and and the the flexibility and the ability to do multiple things i like that i like the change away from what we're doing uh prior um so it's hard for me to just get, get i'm not saying you're being emotional or people are being emotional because i get it i totally sure. get it but there that we cannot get past the fact that 
our starting quarterback broke his foot in the second half of the Mississippi State game after just leading four straight touchdown drives. And we're, how many teams, how many teams can you just put a backup quarterback in and and not not lose not lose a step yeah we talk about that in just a moment right here on locked on auburn hey this is it the putt to win the tournament if you sink it the championship is yours but on your backswing that hat falls over your eyes is that a good Mm. or a bad thing charlie five it's terrible that's That's a bad thing um is this how you're running your business poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software to see the full picture you need to upgrade to netsuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. Do you want things spread out, Charlie Five, or all in one place? I like it. Uh, All all in one place, place. baby. All in one place. So if you're running a business, NetSuite is is exactly uh, what you need. They've been doing it for over 20 years. Uh, nope, for over 27, I thought this said for over 27,000 years. Nope, that's not it. For over 27,000 businesses, they already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-the-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. All right, and uh, also our friends at Prize Picks. Shout out to Charlie Five for texting me right before Auburn kicked off against South Carolina. They had Kobe Hudson at three and a half catches. Um, you took the under on that. Hey, you want some money through Prize Picks this weekend? I did. I did. They did not. They did not pay for Kobe though. They got um, a D. Did not play. But hey, take a shot. <laughs> you never know what'll happen. That's right. You never know what know what could happen. That's right. Shoot your shot. Absolutely. Now, Prize Picks they offer a ton of different props. Um, it's really fun daily fantasy sports. Uh, they're kind of the the leader in daily college sports. So check out prizepicks.com. And uh, when you make a deposit, use promo code locked on to get a deposit match up to $100. Don't hesitate. Prizepicks.com, use promo code locked on, or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. So we say this all the time, Charlie Five. Whenever a team like Alabama or Ohio State or last several years, not this year, Clemson, and I guess now we can say it with Georgia, whenever they go into the season, assuming none of those teams are playing each other, you say, okay, they should win every game. And if they do not, they failed. They underachieved because they are more talented sure. than every team on the roster right, or on the schedule. Auburn, let's assume Bo is out against South Carolina and let's assume Bo is out against Mississippi State. With Finley, they are still the more talented team than both of those schools. In my opinion. Are they? I think so. I think so. And I, I, maybe I, on paper, maybe on paper, but you, your guys, you've been developed under a, a, a system. You've been developed under a different system for two years that doesn't produce NFL – off. well, the only NFL offensive linemen, I feel like they, they end up doing it on their own or they come from another position – you don't develop uh, NFL wide receivers for the most part. Right. Uh, you don't develop NFL quarterbacks. You don't develop anything remotely at a high level on offense at all. Period. And then your defense, you, you're 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 sort of your you our top three out of the four uh, top performers uh, from Pro Football Focus. The top three out of four last game were transfers. They're all transfers. So. 
So I'm not 100% sure that we do have a roster. You, you, we can go look at star rankings. We see what that's done for us over the last six, seven years. We can go look at the star rankings, blue chip ratio, whatever we want to look at. Yeah. The fact is uh, the blue chips at Auburn over the, over the last decade have not panned out for one reason or the other. So I'm not 100% sure that we do have a, a roster that's more talented. It should be. Uh, more talented than than a South Carolina or a or a Mississippi State. Um, I'm just I'm just not a hundred percent sure that we do. So the previous coaching staff has Doug Auburn in such a large hole. How can you? How does Brian Harson get us out of this situation? And, and I know you're not thing, saying specifically the coaching staff, but a, a yeah. large hole has been dug. How about let's just sure, leave sure. it at, leave it at that. I feel like. One, this is my biggest fear. This is my biggest concern with 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 Brian Harson and this staff is uh, when you come from Boise and you look at Auburn's roster, you're like, wow, this is way more talent than I've ever had. Yeah, but you don't have you don't have what you can compare it to to the rest of the teams you're going to play. Mm-hmm. So the sense of urgency to me, and it may change. It may it, it may be uh, the light may have switched on now, but the sense of urgency when he got here to fix the holes in the roster was not as as intense or as uh, important that I, maybe I felt like it should have been from a hiring uh, top notch recruiters uh, outside of like you know Mike Bobo and you know Derek Mason. We assume Derek Mason uh, is going to be a good uh, a good recruiter. I haven't really seen it. Uh, pan out yet but hiring top-notch recruiters um, making sure that you you can you can bring in that influx of talent you know people talk about oh Nick Saban was seven and six his first year with losses to blah 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 blah. well he had the best recruiting class has possibly ever been assembled right uh, that that next that next uh, cycle as well and we don't have anything near that mm-hmm. so you can use that comparison all you want to the roster is where I feel like the sense of urgency needs to happen, and it needs to happen now. And it very well – there very well could have been an awakening uh, over the last several weeks, and maybe the portal is going to be something we're going to hit hard. Maybe we're going to close strong. They're just keeping it close to the close to the vest, whatever. Uh, but like I said, when you come from Boise and you're like, I know that roster, and then I come in here for spring, and I'm like, dang, I got some talented dudes. I got some ballers on – defensive line because you that's what you that's what you have to compare it to so the sense of urgency of i've got to overhaul this roster immediately uh and as fast as i can as hard as i can um i maybe it wasn't there fast enough so that that, that's kind of where i feel like we're at right now okay that makes sense yeah it does make sense it makes plenty of sense we've talked about this before what do you think if you had to predict right now let's assume auburn takes 25 guys in this class yeah. What's the recruit to transfer ratio? Uh, I say you you probably sign you're allowed if we lose 7, we can add 7 and not count towards that number. So, I think you're still probably going to have um somewhere around 10 to 12 portal guys possibly and then the rest. So, what do you uh, think that looks like, you know, just from like a a diplomatic standpoint? Do you just ask a bunch of dudes to leave? I mean, Every other coach does it. Yeah. Every other every other coach we talk we we joke about the getting processed. Uh huh. Um, every other coach does it. Um, there's just 
uh, and there's different ways. I, I mean, maybe we can figure out some sign and trade type deal with uh, with some like Sunbelt schools or something, <laughs> something like yeah. that, where we can. It's like Harsey, you can know. you get some of your like studs from Boise to come with you? Like, I'm shocked that, that never happened. By the way, I can't last believe. And, and but then, but that goes back to that goes back to seeing, you know, I'm sure our offense. I'm sure the roster right, we have right now is, is way more talented than Boise's uh, roster. You know what I mean? So it may seem like it was a huge jump. Oh man, we're we're stacked, but are we stacked compared to our competition? And that's where I think we're we're so far. And the in the room for error is razor thin. The room for error, right. which makes to me, which to make makes the wins at, at Arkansas and Ole Miss like extremely impressive to me. Oh, you're right, extremely I, impressive. I get that. Yeah, watching those guys play this past weekend, it's like wow. And like Auburn owned them. Like Auburn, yeah, Auburn was like teams. clearly the better team in both of those matchups. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Hey, it's Thanksgiving. We all know what that means. Football, and nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Dressing. Oh, uh, yep, betting. Betting, Charlie Five. True. Bet Online has true. you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for sports action this Thanksgiving. If you are feeling dicey about the Iron Bowl, what is the line? Have you, I, I haven't even looked. I'm afraid to look. It's 18 and a half. All right. If you feel like Auburn uh, Auburn can cover that, you need to head over to betonline.ag uh, and use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Or if you've given up all hope and you want to go the other way, that, that's an option as well. So BetOnline, we're stuffed with deals for this Thanksgiving. You know what else was, goes uh, great with, uh, with the holiday season, Charlie Five? Tell me, Zach. Frisky Whiskey. Oh. Uh. I love it. That's good. That's good. Frisky if you're in the Auburn, Opelika, Lee County half. area or in, in the West Georgia area, heck, even if you're in Atlanta, it's worth the drive to Frisky Whiskey um, because you want to have access to like the best priced spirits around, mm-hmm. maybe in the entire world. I don't know. I can't confirm Possibly. that. It's not in the read, but it may be true. It may be true. Uh, can't but, say it's not true. Uh, yeah, prove me wrong. Dare you. I absolutely dare you to do that. But love our friends at Frisky Whiskey. They've got a, a ridiculous amount of selection um, in regards to, to wine and beer and, and, and whiskey and vodka, gin, whatever you want, Frisky Whiskey has it and then some. So, yeah, be sure to type in Frisky Whiskey in your phone's GPS, and they will take you there. We love our friends at Frisky Whiskey. All right, Charlie Five, it is the uh, it's Iron Bowl week. How yeah. you how you feeling about Saturday? You know, it's so sad to it's so sad because this to me, no disrespect, but this is the most beatable Alabama team I feel like that we've seen yeah. in quite a while. And uh, I honestly think this team is more beatable than the team that we beat in 2019. Uh, if, if if I'm just being completely honest, mm-hmm. and I just don't know how we're going to have we're going to be able to create enough offense um because i don't know who you go to i just don't know who you go to. you don't beat alabama running the ball so right there our our biggest strength is is tanks and is tank and i just don't know how you i don't know how you can get him the ball enough to be able to um or, or get him en- enough space to be able to make anything happen um you got to beat them throwing the ball down the field and yeah, I don't know. I think you call a bunch of deep stuff, and you're like, "All right, Finley, you can throw it really far. Let's let's just see what happens. Throw it as far as you can. 
I want six of those. I want six of those shot calls because why not? Why not? I mean, you obviously got nothing to lose. You're going to be at home. Weirder things have happened at Jordan-Hare Stadium in an Iron Bowl. So that's something I would like to see. Hopefully, Kobe Hudson is back. Hopefully, John Samuel Shanker is a little bit more healthy and gets an extra pep in his step kind of thing. But that's uh, – Like, how many how many yards are they going to have on, like, RPO, little slants and things like that? I mean – Alabama? Yeah. I mean, that's, they, that's what scares me to death is, like, those little – because Bryce is so accurate on those, you know, those so, RPO type passes, uh, it's just. I think I think Auburn's going to be able to have a solid defensive game plan to keep a minute, but they can't be on the field a million like for the first. You know, they can't just support the offense as it goes three and out, three and out, three. I mean, how many times have we seen that? We've seen bad Auburn yeah. teams stay in it, and then the defense over time just gets worn out because Alabama's offense is on the field the whole time. So yeah. whatever you do offensively, even if you don't you score, get it, get get two first downs every time. And I know that's a huge ask, but I think you can run on this team. I just think people don't. So I think this Auburn team will be able to move the football on the ground. Will it be enough? I don't know. And will Alabama be able to bring more guys close to the line of scrimmage and just kind of, yeah. you know. But like watching Alabama play Arkansas last week, I was like, man. I think Auburn can move the ball on these guys. And then, like, we can't move the ball in South Carolina. It's like, oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe we can't do that. But I I, I think, I mean, these, these Alabama DBs, while they're extremely talented and the NFL is still going to love them, like, they don't, they, they are not comfortable 20 yards downfield. They're just no. not. They, that's, why, that's where they're weak. They're definitely weak uh, throwing the ball down the field and, uh, if we had Bo, I think we probably had a puncher's chance, a healthy Bo. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, probably better than uh, probably better than a puncher's chance. But um, I'm right. just not sure. I'm just not sure where we're at. I'm not not sure if we can. If we can, I just don't know if we can throw it down the field. I really don't. I really don't know. Yeah, they're just gonna camp out on these underneath stuff that TJ can do well, and basically dare him to throw a deep ball. And you know, he hasn't proved that he can do that yet with the little time that he's got. And I want to give I, – I don't want to completely throw TJ under the bus because I don't think TJ was all of the problem. Um, we just – I thought TJ was, was just, fine Saturday. I, he, I think TJ was totally he did, fine. He he ha, he's he struggled with his touch a little bit, throwing the ball down the field, um, trying to, you know, throw those little touch passes down the field. But, but, but he's, uh, he's know, asked the, to be a starting quarterback in an offense that's supposed to progress each and every week. As a starting quarterback, you're supposed to gel with your team and get a little bit better as yeah. an offense every week, and he hasn't been able to do that. He's coming in hasn't. with, what, two weeks, three weeks maybe, depending on how many how many reps he got You know, the week leading up to LSU. Right. I mean, he's going into the final week of the season with three weeks of starting quarterback reps. Like, that's not – no one no one is going to be set up you know, be be good in that scenario unless you're a really special player. So he's right. not set up to succeed right now. And so, like, no. I mean, I, I think he did fine. He was okay Saturday night. Sure. Not not sure. why yeah. Auburn lost. Right, right, right. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, have you – I thought y'all talked a little bit about the, um, the punt uh, at the end of the game. Both of you felt like you saw the ball touch him. Like, I, I swear I've watched it, and maybe I'm biased. Uh, I agreed. Why is Jalen anywhere near that? Why doesn't Demetrius right. Robertson come up, call people off, and catch the ball? But 
I just it, Did I, I tell you he DM'd look. me after the game? Yeah, I heard you say that. I heard you say I don't know why he got upset with that, but I guess he just uh, I don't know. I don't know. You got other stuff to worry about, man. Yeah, you got a lot of stuff to worry about than that. I mean, it, he was saying, I mean, you were you were complimenting him, but you, then you went back to a joke. So obviously he doesn't know about the joke prior is what it is. That's fine. Whatever. So which is fine. Whatever. Whatever. It's not his Sorry, job, dude. Right. Not 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 a you know, whatever. Move on. Yeah. But yeah, so so uh but even, let's say let's say all that doesn't happen and we 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 filled the punt, whatever, we down it. Um, I heard y'all kind of talk about it. You said four. I think y'all both said like four out of ten. Like, how do you, I mean, do we was there anything about that game that made us feel like t- we could have let we could have marched down the field and then scored a touchdown? No, and I just don't. No way. No, no, I don't. I don't see it at all. I don't. See but it Lindsay's at all. argument was at least you got a chance. We got a chance, right? Yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance? Maybe they were saving their oh. super secret plays. They're really good plays until that moment. It's possible. Maybe they were going to run tank twelve times right down the field. I, I, <laughs> he was fresh. <laughs> he hadn't been used in a minute. <laughs> what do he you? What fresh. do you? Do you buy into the whole um, tank super frustrated and may leave? You buying into that at all? Oh, Nothing makes man. me more sad than that conversation. <laughs> you know, I'll say this. I'll say this. If it weren't for hiring Carnell. Uh, rehiring Carnell, we more than likely would have lost him last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure that there is a huge Auburn pull on t- Tank's heart as much as we would like it to be. And yeah. I, I, I'm I'm not saying that I think that he's going to go, but I'm I'm it's not going to shock me. It's not going to shock me if he says I want to go try to win a championship or go find a little bit better running uh, offensive line to run behind next year. Um, that's not going to shock me, and I, I don't know if I blame. I I, I would I would hate I don't blame it, him but at it's all. like I don't know if you really blame him because no. he is a legitimate first round talent. And if you're, yeah, they'll find you, but also you got a, the ability to get probably more ability to get hurt or banged up behind this line, unless you know Harson throws out the plan that says, "Look, this is how we're going to fix it." We're gonna get this these three transfers, uh, and that's what's gonna that's what's gonna do it. And mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's maybe that sells it. Maybe that sells it. I mean, if he that's, if that's he big, goes to Georgia, that's gonna be something like that's gonna hurt a lot of people. Like emotionally, oh, yeah. that's gonna be a big deal. Oh yeah, big time. Like if he leaves, I big hope he time. goes to like Ohio State or something. Somewhere exactly, somewhere where we don't have to play against, for sure. Because you sure. know, like there's their running back room is pretty stacked though. It would be that would be a ballsy move. That's not be tank. A ballsy move. They're not tank Bigsby, bro. They got like five tanks big tanks tanks big. You've said tanks, tanks like Bigsby. four times this pod, and I love it. I know. Yeah, Tonk. He's multiple. He's more than one. He's I love that up. all the beat writers tweet out Tonk whenever he does something good. <laughs> Touchdown, Tonk Bigsby. Tonk Bigsby. <laughs> Charlie Five, oh, where man. can people find you and hear you, buddy? Uh, find me on uh, Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five. You can find me on the Auburn Live message board, uh, The Corner, or Auburn 247 Sports Body Get Aboard, or Monday through Friday, the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, Let's tune go in trade. tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn.
NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.